Welcome to Snazzy Stories. Put some pepper in thy step and lend an ear to the terrific tales of the past. Welcome to Snazzy Stories. If you would like to keep the storytelling alive, please go to patreon.com slash snazzy stories and donate to my storytelling adventure. As March is Women's History Month, it seems only fitting that this week's story focus on an extraordinary group of women. This group broke Soviet military expectations in World War II. This is the story of the Night Witches. With the Nazi invasion on the Soviet Union, all Soviet people wanted to help protect their homeland, including women. Women had previously been banned from combat positions in the military, but with Adolf Hitler launching his invasion, all resources were being considered, including bringing women into combat posts. Women from all over the Soviet Union were writing letters pleading to help with the war effort as pilots. These letters were sent to the first female navigator in the Soviet Air Force, Marina Raskova. Many of these women had seen the horrors of war by loved ones being lost to the war or their villages being ransacked by the Nazis. And they were ready to fight back. Nadezhda Popova, who flew 882 missions, endured her brother being killed when the Nazis invaded the Soviet Union and the Nazis had commandeered her home to use as the Gestapo headquarters. She remembered about the invasion, quote, smiling faces of the Nazi pilots as they gunned down fleeing women and children, unquote. Popova was one of the first volunteers to be a part of what would become the 588th Night Bomber Regiment. She eventually became the deputy commander of the regiment. Marina Raskova believed an all-female fighting force could help the Soviets defeat the Nazis, but such a force had to be approved by Joseph Stalin, the Soviet dictator, in October of 1841, Stalin gave permission to form three all-female Air Force units. The Soviet Union became the first nation to officially allow women to engage in combat. Before this order, women could merely transfer ammunition and planes, and after that, the men took over the combat roles. But that didn't mean that there were not women pilots in the Soviet Union. There were as many as 150 flying clubs in the Soviet Union, and more than one quarter of those club members trained were women. Popova tried to enter the war as a pilot before Stalin gave his permission to allow the 588th Regiment and was denied. She said, quote, No one in the armed forces wanted to give women the right to die. Unquote. Raskova received over 2,000 applications from women all over the Soviet Union. She then carefully picked 400 women for each of the three units. These women were between the ages of 17 and 26. The women selected would begin their training in a small town north of Stalingrad at the Engels School of Aviation. This group of women were only trained for a few months, and they had to learn at an exceptionally fast rate. It took most pilots years what these women learned in months. Each person had to be perfect as pilots, navigators, and maintenance and grounds crew. Women were also viewed as less than men and had to prove themselves more so than the average male soldier. It was believed that, quote, the men didn't like the little girls going to the front line. It was a man's thing, unquote. However, these women faced the negative attitudes towards them head on and became a deadly force and indeed very valuable to the Soviet Air Force. 
The 588th Female Regiment were given hand-me-down male uniforms, and the boots were incredibly oversized. Many women ended up tearing up their bedding to stuff the pieces inside their boots to give a better fit. The planes they were given were 1920s crop dusters used for training. These biplanes were made out of plywood and canvas pulled over the aircraft. An adequate description was, quote, it was like a coffin with wings, unquote. Because these planes had open cockpits, there was zero protection from the elements. These women flew at night in freezing temperatures. Popova recalled, quote, When the wind was strong, it would toss the plane. In winter, when you'd look out to see your target better, you got frostbite. Our feet froze in our boots, but we carried on flying, unquote. The pilots of the 588th were not given parachutes because their lightweight planes could not carry them. Also, they were only given basic tools such as rulers, stopwatches, flashlights, navigation pencils, maps, and compasses. As opposed to their male counterparts who flew better planes and who had their disposal of parachutes, radar, guns, and radios. But the fact that these women were given older planes became an advantage. Because their planes were slower than the stall of the Nazi planes, they could maneuver faster than their Nazi enemy. These women became difficult targets, which was good because they had no guns to defend themselves against enemy fire. Some would fly so low that they would take cover behind the hedgerows. Each plane would carry two bombs a run. Each run usually sent 42-person crews in a night, and each would be deployed for 8 to 18 missions a night, rearming their planes between each run. They were only deployed on night missions because the weight of the bombs forced them to fly low, and flying low made them easy targets for their German enemy. German spotlights were on the lookout for the deadly pilots. Therefore, they would fly in groups of three. The first two planes would be the bait and attract the German spotlights. The last plane would idle its engine and glide the rest of the way to its target in the darkness and bomb their target. Idling their engines gave a stealth mode and gave a swishing sound of a broom. Thus, their name given by their German enemy were night witches. Throughout the war, the night witches dropped 23,000 tons of bombs. These women became so deadly that any German who brought down a night witch was automatically awarded the Iron Cross. These women were very successful in their missions, and the Germans could not figure out why these women were so good at what they did. So they came up with some crazy theories. The first was that they were all criminals, and they were masters at what they did, and they were sent to the front lines as punishment. And the second was that they had been given special pills or injections to give them feline night vision, which of course is just ridiculous. But this gives an idea of how women were viewed in the military, especially by Germany. Women could not be good pilots, according to them. They would have had to have been made super soldiers by some type of super serum. Sounds like a Marvel movie. These women plowed into a man's world and made all take notice. But it was important to them to keep their feminine side intact. One of the rules or expectations that the night witches followed was, quote, be proud you are a woman, unquote. Their job in the war was to kill Germans, but that did not change who they were and what they liked to do. They still did needlework, patchwork, they danced and decorated their planes by drawing flowers on the sides. And they were very resourceful by using their navigation pencils as eyeliner or to add color to their lips. The 588th Regiment flew 30,000 missions throughout the war. 
30 pilots were lost in the line of duty, and 24 pilots were awarded the title Hero of the Soviet Union. Six months after the World War II ended, the 588th were disbanded, and when Moscow had a Victory Day parade, these women were not included because their planes were deemed too slow. 30 night witches had given their lives to defend their country during the war. Marina Raskova, the creator of the 588th Night Bombing Regiment, perished in a crash landing in 1943 near Stalingrad. These women proved that they could work in what people deemed as a man's world. They were the best. They were doing what they felt was a responsibility to their nation. Popova said, quote, We bombed, we killed. It was all a part of war. We had an enemy in front of us, and we had to prove that we were stronger and more prepared, unquote. And they did, 30,000 times. Thanks for listening to Snazzy Stories. Come back again where everyone has a story.